Hi, it's Jason Waters and welcome to my Mortgage Minute. Today I have with us Tamara Mutri. Welcome, Tamara, how are you? I'm doing fine, and yourself? I'm doing very well, thank you. So glad you're on the show today. Uh, wanted to kind of just kind of kick it off. Tamara is a private money broker, but I always like to start off with getting some background on people and what they've done and how they've gotten to where they've gotten. So share a little bit about that, if you will. Well, I started off actually as a elementary school teacher and I started investing in real estate while I was in um, that position so that I could replace my income. And shortly after that, I became a loan originator. And a year after that, I became a mortgage broker. And when the market crashed in 2008, I became a realtor after that a real estate broker. So now I'm a real estate broker in four states. But one of my main niches is doing a private money brokering in all 50 states to help real estate investors scale. That's awesome. So that's a great background. Loan officer, broker, uh, real estate broker. I mean, that's a, that's a wide background. So obviously, you know a lot about the lending business, the real estate business, and can certainly you know, help people navigate the whole private money world, which, you know, me as a licensed loan officer, I'm all, you know, doing the other side of the business in terms of, um, you know, conventional FHA, VA, et cetera. So you, you step in where I possibly can't get a loan for somebody, right? Absolutely. And there are programs out there to help people. And some lenders have different uh, programs as it relates to self-employed borrowers or real estate investors who don't want to show their income, or maybe a real estate investor who may be self-employed that didn't get a chance to file taxes or their taxes show too little, because that's one of our major issues with self-employed individuals. They take off too many write-offs and therefore it's harder or more difficult for them to get a loan. That's where I come in. Private money is no doc loans, uh, no income documents, no tax returns, no W-2s, no pay stubs. It's amazing. To me, it's amazing. It's like those opportunities are out there, but people don't know it. Like they don't know how to do it. They don't know where to go. They just assume a no's a no. Um, I'm, I'm out of luck, but that's not always the case. So uh, tell, what does that look like? Is it for someone to live in a home or is it mostly for investment property? What do you specialize in? Well, to be honest with you, with the uh, private money lending, that's only for non-owner occupied people. Okay. That's for people who are building real estate investment portfolios. And what I do is I help people in all 50 states. I help them to invest in every state um, I'm able to provide private money funding from different uh, platforms that I have signed up to get in business with. And I offer that to all of my real estate clients. Um, I have a lot of them buying in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and most of them, they need at least 20% down. So they do have um, loan minimums. It depends on whether they're buying a multifamily or a single family but they do have minimums and most of them start off at at least 75,000 and it goes up from there. Okay. So 20% down, I get into a home or, I mean, obviously as an investment, either a single family, multifamily, any commercial? Yes, commercial too as well. I work with platforms that do over four units, five and up. 
Um, some of them in the millions. I'm doing a million dollar deal right now. And a lot of people are having issues with the smaller price properties where I'm from originally is Milwaukee, Wisconsin. They have a lot of smaller uh, price points on the homes there. So therefore the loan sizes are really small. And some of these lenders have put this into like a package where it is uh, a portfolio product um, and it ends up being a blanket loan where they can put all of the smaller price properties into one and now they're doing a commercial loan for multiple properties. Got it, got it. That makes a lot of sense to get over those minimums. All right, so 20% down, no income needed. What about income of the project? Do you need to be able to show that the project itself is gonna have income? The property so, you're buying? Yes, so actually it's gonna be twofold. It actually depends on what the investor is trying to do with the property, whether they're trying to fix and flip it or they're using it as a buy and hold. So if they're using it as a buy and hold, lots of times the lenders are looking at just the asset, which is considered asset-based lending. And they are looking at the rental income that's coming in and they have a DSCR pro product for that. So that uh, is the debt service that they look at to make sure that it's a viable deal. So they don't look at whether the person has income or not. They're looking at the credit and they're looking at the income of the property, the rental income, and they're looking at how much money the person has in the bank because they still do have a reserve um, minimum that they want to, you need to have a certain amount of liquidity to do each property. Got it, got it. And so DSCR, I'm a commercial banker, so debt, debt service coverage ratio, um, used to calculate that for a living every day. Glad I don't have to do it all the time anymore. Um, but great product for the longer term, longer term holds. But then we, the short term, um, is that the same kind of thing? Um, not the same kind as that, but what I used to remember from hard money lending is it'd be a property, may not even be inhabitable at this point. I'm going to borrow the money. I'm going to have my after renovation value, my ARV, and the lending is based on that. Is that how the fix and flips work? Absolutely. It's very, very similar. However, and people don't know this either, private money and hard money, those are also two very different products. If you use private money, your interest rates are going to be a lot uh, lower than you would with private money. Private money can go all the way up to 15%. Uh, I meant to say um, hard money can go all the way up to 50, 15%, but private money, you may only go up to 9 so there's a huge difference there. You can still do flip, fix and flip the same way. Um, they have products for that. It's just that the private money, you know, even though the fees are a lot, a little bit more than a conventional loan product, those uh, private money products still have competitive rates. I'm looking at some rates in the fours even still, you know, and of wow. course, the higher the loan amount, the better the terms. And of course, the higher the a middle credit score, the better the interest rate. So I'm looking at 4.25. Um, I looked online in a, a Facebook group and I saw someone crying about $9,000 in closing costs. This was for a conventional loan with 25% down. I just offered someone the same thing for a $100,000 property and those fees were only eight grand. She said she had nine grand with a conventional product. And our uh, down payment was only 20%. Hers was 25%. Wow. That's amazing. That's awesome to know. So 
private money versus hard money. Something to remember. Sorry for mis you know getting those confused myself, but it's clearly a difference in that. So let's flip real quick and let's talk a little bit about the real estate market. Um, so you're a broker as well. Are you still actively selling properties or are you just kind of, um, what, what does that look like for you these days? Well, I'm doing everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like. I'm doing everything. Listen, I'm doing some real estate development. I bought some lots in Florida. I'm going to build new construction on those. Um, I'm actually still doing a lot of the selling part of it. I have four real estate brokerages in Georgia, Florida, Wisconsin, Illinois. I have a real estate instructor's license. So that's one of the recruitment tools that I use to be able to get agents to join my Wisconsin firm. I actually am an investor myself. So I buy properties and I rent them out and I help other investors do the same. I have a one-stop shop concierge service for any of my real estate investors who would like to buy in the states that I'm licensed in. So I'm, like I said, I'm doing everything. I'm doing the property management. I'm doing my husband, he he has a home inspection business. So he does the inspections for all of my clients. I have, when I say I have everything lined up, my, my husband has the uh, construction crew where he helps the, do the light and heavy rehabs for all of the properties, all the tenant phone calls. He's the maintenance department. So I have a whole one-stop shop for a person who would want to uh, partner with me, buy properties, and we manage them. All they have to do pretty much is sit back and collect rent. That's awesome. And there's a lot of people wanting to do that these days. So what, what markets, are you doing that in Georgia or not right now? Yes, Georgia, Florida, Wisconsin, and Illinois. Any, what part any of Georgia? Um, well, I have a home in Jonesboro, Georgia. There's someone that I'm working with now who's looking to buy in um, Forest Park, Georgia, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, obviously, Jonesboro, Henry County area. Yeah, um, there's a lot of growth the, in Henry County. Yes, sure. absolutely. Absolutely. Now, my home is in Clayton County, which is next to Henry County. And there's a lot of opportunity there if you can find something. Um, right. Most of the time, a lot of these deals are off market and you got to kind of connect with a lot of wholesalers, which that's something else that I do. I'm very heavy <laughs> with the wholesaling. Yeah. Oh, you're in every little piece of it. So yeah. <laughs> we're running out of time. What's the final thing you want to leave people with today? That no one should not be investing what I'm doing is coaching and mentoring and training people on how to pull equity out of their primary residence so that they can start real estate investing. Don't miss the boat. If you have 401k that you can pull out from your employer without being penalized, and even if you are, you can make that back up. Don't be afraid to invest. Great words. Appreciate that. So how can folks get in touch with you? I'm just about everywhere on Facebook. I have uh, my personal page, my public figure page on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I have a real estate group called Top Women in Real Estate. Any ladies, if they're listening, they can uh, join. I have more than 13,400 members in that group. That is awesome. Awesome. Look up Tamara Mutri on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever platform you're on. <laughs> you can find me on the same ones. Look up Jason Waters. Uh, mortgage minute and we would love to either one of us connect with you help you build your financial future using real estate thanks again for being on the show today thank you for having me i appreciate it
Till next time.